Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, it's Friday at 11.18. We're late. We usually drop these on Thursday. But uh, Jerry Thornton uh, uh, has decided to come by. I'm Jerry Carabas' fucking sloppy seconds now, which is which is kind of <laughs> low. It's sort of a low moment in my podcasting life. But Actually, I, in between you, I did one with the uh, the homeless guy who lives behind the dumpster. He's, he's well, got a pod. Well, this is pretty good. Too. This is yeah. pretty good. That's, that's why I'm late. Well, this is why you're leaving as you're doing to do a podcast. You're leaving WEEI, a radio giant, to go to Barstool Sports and do a podcast, which, if you think about it on its face, seems insane, but it really is in no way crazy. It actually makes perfect sense to me in 2016. It does it really? Because I wasn't sure does. how it was going to play inside this building. Well, how has it played in this building? It, it's been unbelievably positive. To like, your face. There's, right. there's not a person. Yeah, maybe. To, to <laughs> no, my face. Yeah, I don't right, know what's right, going right, on right. behind the scenes, but you never do around here. No, I I think people get it in a way that uh, surprises me that um, it is, it's weird to land at a, a legitimate media outlet like this, which is my goal all along. And then go back to Barstool, but I think that's because the shifting paradigm, I guess, that's that's how media is now. It's that kind of, you know, modern, uh, you know, state-of-the-art, you know, totally plugged-in digital thing is is the future. But it's all – I mean, the other reason I think you're making more money is what I understand, and it is easier. I mean, what you're going to do now is easier in a way, right? I mean, you were writing and doing radio. Writing and doing a podcast is just – I mean, I've done both. It's just easier. Yeah, I mean, I can't. No? Oh, no, positively. Daily to, podcast? To, to do uh, weekly. Once a week. Once a week. Right. How long is the podcast going to be? Uh, theirs tend to be about an hour. You're f- it's, how much it's, are you going to write? Same as you did here? Yeah, I'd So imagine, you're going from 20 hours so. a week on the air to one hour a week. Yeah, and you're, it, it, so, exactly. So now, you're stealing. A difference is it's you know it's it's me. I have complete uh, sure. I understand of that they, part of it. They don't have somebody yet who's like lining up guests or whatever. But that that's something uh, I'm excited about. When I when I first talked to Portnoy about it, and he mentioned the the, the podcast thing, he says it's going to be an NFL one because we don't have that. I was like, I, I couldn't have drawn that up better. That's no, perfect for you. I, I would rather talk about the NFL in March. During the dark part of their season, then right. a lot of other topics. That yeah. I'm, I'm lucky I have co-hosts who are really good at talking about like uh, hockey, which you and I have talked privately. We're both not, 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 not I'm not interested in doing it. I'm not. If the Bruins are great, I'll do it, but it feels like pulling teeth to me. Yeah, and basketball, I can do right. fairly well, but I'm with the best voice in the in the city on that. But you know, the NFL is never boring. There's always a story that the second most popular sport is the NFL off season. But I want to. Do it in a way that isn't just straight up, you know, okay, here's Ross Tucker and we're going to break down the draft. I want to have fun with it. I don't know yet, but I'll have on comics. I'll have on NFL Network people. Anyone I can I can get that's interesting and make it different. It does feel weird, though, to me. At first, I thought, well, he's always wanted this job, I'm guessing. He got this job and he, lasted, he stayed here for, what, about two years? Year exactly and a half? two. Oh, yep. Exactly two years. 
And then you left. It must have felt strange for you. I mean, you're chasing it, you're chasing it, you're chasing it. You get it. You have it. And then you say, because, eh, I mean, it, I, I do believe you. I mean, I know this was your choice. You weren't pushed out of here. But you decide to say, I'm walking away. It takes, I think it takes some guts. No? Yeah. No? The, the easy part was telling Barstool yes. Sure, the hard sure. The part right. was telling this company that took a total flyer on, a, on an outsider and for two years, I walk in, and I'm, there's a broadcaster, there's a journalist. He played professional football, he played baseball, and me, like a, a guy with a laptop who had access to the web page at, at Barstool. And and I get that that is weird, and I thought to be some blowback because, well, come on, like we we brought you along, we brought you in here, we gave you a seat at the table, um, and so I was nervous about that really because it's there's an emotional component. Sure, I, I like what I do. Did you enjoy your your time with Dale and Holly? Positively. The yeah. whole time. No issues. No drama. No. Coach, I, I took coaching. We, you know, I told these guys when I started what I always told my roommates, which is if you have a problem, take it to me. If I have a problem, I'll take it to you. It's not the EI way. No, definitely not. <laughs> I can and, tell you. Right. And I had friends who'd move in together, and I have to spend all day every day listening to them whine to Picture me about the other guy, who right. watches what movie and right. what, what he does with the laundry basket. Yeah. Well, so we kept stuff in-house that they gave me coaching, and it was constructive, and it was helpful. And, you know, all they ever asked me to do, have more fun. Enjoy yourself more. This is this is good. And the ratings were good. That that was something I was worried about. The The hits on the website. Were were good. It was, sure, I know it was that. Yeah, blog they right. had. So you know, it it not how I drew it up that after two years I was going to bounce. Yeah, and it's only because of the opportunity Barstool has given me. It's not because I'm like fuck this place. I, did I'm, you ever I'm get to a point here. though, like where you felt like you were an equal partner in the show, or did you always feel like you were on the Dale and Holly show? Um, an equal partner. I mean, I, this is literally what I was Because I got I to a told. point where I felt like, I, whether I was or not, I felt like I was an equal partner in the morning. I Maybe, right. maybe I wasn't even, but I felt like I was. Um, I felt like I was, I was welcome to be an equal partner, but as, it's, as I sort of got more into the flow of the show, it was better off if I let two guys who are experienced hosts be experienced hosts and be the guy who kind of drops in with a different voice or the, right. or the different perspective or, or, or whatever. Um, because, yeah, th- these guys had a chemistry. They've been together a long time, and I know I was sort of parachuted into their world. And so fitting took a lot of being able to read a room. You know, I've been doing sure. Santa for 26 years. Yeah. I like to think I can I can gauge, you know, what uh, you know what's going on and how I can best fit in and, and what they're looking for. Um, but, yeah, I never felt like, like slighted or, uh, I don't know, it's, it's the word I'm looking for. That, no, I know like, what you're un- saying. Un- I know what you're saying. Uh, but I also never felt like I needed to be exactly 33 and a third percent of the things right. that were being said right. on See, the I show. felt like I, it's not even saying for me, it got to the point where, like you would never get to a point where say, you know, you do shows where it's just, it's just not clicking, nobody's calling, you can feel there's no energy. Did you ever get to a point where it was 310 or, or 420 and you just said, guys, let's fucking do this. Let's do that. Let's move on. Would you do that or no? Um, or would you let yeah. Dale um, put, you know, somebody's in charge of the show. Exactly. I was, I never felt like I needed to be the alpha male right. male. Um, I would throw in things and, you know, hope that they clicked that, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but at the break, I was never the guy going, all right, this is bullshit. This is, we're spinning our wheels here. Right. But I mean, there were times when 
the death days of the calendar. You know, sure, eight, February, yeah, where March, we, right? We, I I remember once I I randomly asked one of our guests about if clutch is a real thing, and it clicked. And I think it was John Farrell, and he said uh, absolutely it isn't. And we ended oh, up doing that. I do four that. hours sure. after that. About, well, those are gifts about on date, right? Yes. Those are gifts. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, I I was more than happy to let these guys drive the train and then and then me just be the conductor. Did you get the sense at first when you first got there that they were like, well, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, because of some weird decisions, like, "Okay, you're only going to be in for the middle two hours." Right. I mean, that was that was an odd thing, and right. to the point where I finally just said, "All right, well, well we here, talked about that. You and I talked about that. I think remember, and I said to you, "You got to be in there for four hours from your end. You have to do it. You can't be in." Because it doesn't feel like you're part of the show. Yeah, it's like, oh, I, here's... I, I and think, I know you knew that, but... I, yeah, I think that was coming from, like, Kevin Graham as a... I, well, let's see. And I think part of the thinking was, let's say, you know, he does four hours and he can't hack it. We, we can't cut him back. That's going to be a terrible look. But at some point, I think, early on, I said, all right, every day when the city gets in their cars at 5 o'clock to drive home, I don't see how I help the show by being one of them. Right. I think I could do it from here. And 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 part of the justification, too, was, you know, well, you know, you've got this blog and you got to get that up running. So, yeah, I was working all day long. It was just weird to, you know, jump in partway through the show. But I don't think that was coming from anyone except, you know, management saying that's that's a better way to do it. Uh, but once that hit, I don't think I ever had a problem with doing the four hours, but you know how it is. There are days that are great, oh. and you go, my God, I can't believe we're Well, this week has been unbelievable. I mean, it's just a gift from God. You have Trump, <laughs> Brady, and Belichick. I mean, the three needle movers in the city. Right. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. And they're all. T- and it's like, we've, we've done the show all week. We literally, I don't give you the phone number. It's like the beginning of Deflategate. Boom, 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 boom. And you feel like, but you say to yourself, this will never end, but eventually it ends, and you'll be sitting there... Seven thirty one day thinking. Oh, anybody have any ideas? Anything? You got anything? And those are the long, those feel like forty hours. A I slow feel, show. It feels so slow. I gotta feel it's more easy for you guys because you do so much more uh, current events. Well, why don't you guys do, do more of that? It's it, here is the. Standard. I think. I think. Here's my theory. And I'll, I'll give you a second answer. Sure. I think you want to. I remember when you came in. You said you're going to make Jerry Callahan look like Rachel Maddow. That was a written. That was a written sentence by you, and I know where you are politically, and I I get the sense sometimes, and I could definitely be wrong, that you wouldn't mind doing more of the stuff we do sometimes. Like I heard you on your promo the other day say that you're going to be an escape. You don't want to be an escape from Donald Trump. Oh, that was just a promo just, thing, and right. I and I and I heard Callahan screaming yeah, about it. He was it. all well, worked up. Well, we did the next two days. We did eight hours about Trump, the, right, the election. Right, we never, right. Well, we you never can't got, avoid it. Got, I mean, you, 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 it. I'm sure you might try and avoid it today. You can't avoid it. It's a fucking runaway train. Yeah. Oh, no. I, right. I'm, I'm off. But go ahead. But go ahead. But, but I asked well, the question. You know, why we didn't do more politics, current events stuff is it, it's an editorial decision. First of all, I think we are good at it. When we've gotten into stuff, race or whatever, right. I think it's well, a. Dale's, I, I think Dale's great at it, too. And so so, so is my. I mean, those guys are great at it. Yeah, exactly. So who's the editor of that? A, a group decision based on the fact that. What does the guy in the car want want to listen to? When I was at Barstool, right. when I started, my, our target audience was 30-year-old cubicle monkeys sure. that are overworked and underpaid and not right. appreciated, and we just want to give them a I was one of them, day. sure. sure. Right. And we think all the time about the guy who gets out of work and has been out of touch for a little while, and he wants to talk about the stuff that guys 
are, are, are talking about, which at times are Trump, but for the most part, it's, you know, the, it's the Patriots, it's the Red Sox, it's the thing, you know, the, call it Sporty McKenzie, call it what you will. But I think that that's what they want to uh, listen to. But also, you know, we're going up against the Death Star on the other station. You know, and Felgram Maz never move off of that stuff. But that's why I would go the other way. That's exactly why I do the other thing. I'd say we present an alternative. These guys are afraid to do this. I heard Felger the other day. You could hear fear in his voice. He doesn't want to touch it. I'd say we're not afraid. Michael Felger and Tony Maserati are afraid. If you want to be, go listen to the guys who are afraid, knock yourself out. Come listen to us. Yes, we're going to talk about the Patriots. Yes, we're going to talk about the Red Sox. But we're also going to talk about stuff that you guys are talking about while you're having dinner or you're having lunch with your buddies at work. And a lot of that is sports. You're right. But a lot of that is guy bullshit, too. Felger, but that, to my point, is you're, you're yeah. right. They have that. They have that uh, marketed and targeted, and uh, they, they have it. They have an absolute knock on it. But you guys can do the other stuff, I think, better than they can. I, I know you can do it better than they can. It, it, it's doing the calculation. Like, what's yeah. going to get more listeners? Because right. I, I'm sure you get it all the time. Every time you address the campaign, you're getting people saying, come on, why can we just oh, talk about sports? Fuck, fuck, fuck but, them, But though. some of those people are real. And there are some a are. lot of them out there that some would are. say, but yeah, I get the, but, but, not, if I wanted this, I'd put on Jeff Kuhn or but I'm sure. But I'm sure, you do, I'm sure you have the same thing that I have, which is on Twitter – when you look at the mentions, you get the same people every single day saying they're not listening to the show anymore. Every single day. And they'll reference things that happened during the show. Those guys never leave. They're never leavers. Yeah. You know? It's a fair point. Right. I think, things, I think we're right. Things have bled in um, into our show. You know, Colin Kaepernick was an example. Clearly the campaign, but we weren't doing it like all summer. We weren't doing like primaries. and No, we weren't and, either. And, I mean, we did a little bit. Like not that. a lot, though. It, it, it actually lost steam for a while. And honestly, if Hillary had won, it wouldn't even be a story right now. Sure. It would be and, done. Like, nobody would be talking about it. Well, and it, uh, the morning-afternoon dynamic is part of it, too. You know, people are getting wonder, up and they think? want to. I, I, I think so. And, I, and in that case, I defer to two co-hosts and two producers who I think. Clearly, we have the best producers at the, at the station. Is who? That, well, I know I don't. Yeah, Ben and yeah. Uh, Ben and Andy. Well, it's like that's like you know. I mean, <laughs> we're not the world's tallest. Yeah, hobbit. we're not talking no. about you're right, exactly. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and and two co-hosts who uh, have been doing this a long time and have a feel for it and know what their their vision is. So yeah, I, I don't regret that we didn't do more of it. If if I had uh, my way, more pop culture stuff, you know, more. It, Entertainment stuff, they, sure, that kind silly of topic that stuff, people right. are, are talking about, which is even more my sensibilities say than trying to make you know Callahan look like a crazy left winger. Do you get? Did you feel uh, during the interview process when you would interview guests? Did you feel like you were sort of got better at it and did more and more of it over the last? Because I mean, when you started out, you hadn't done a lot no, of interviews, never, obviously. Never, it never. Did you feel thought, like? Did you feel like you sucked at it at first and got better? I just felt like, you know, I started doing it, listening to Sports Talk Radio. That's kind of how you learn to do it, right? Exactly. You know? Yeah, I, I, I think so, for, for sure. That's a that's a fair take that I— I'm I not even I'm, saying I you think, did suck, but I'm just asking you. No, I'm, I'm asking yeah, what no, you— Yeah, it, no, it was, it was way harder at first than right. it, it became. And Especially I with three people, there's a rhythm at. to it that you're sort of, you know, am I stepping in here? Do I need to get back? Am I asking too many questions? Am I asking you, not enough questions? Right, do you have—did uh, they just ask the question that, that you just you asked? Ask, I've done do that. I, do I expect— Band right. on that more, right. or tell me you haven't done this before, where someone's given their answer and you're so caught up in what you're going to talk about next that you just sort of tune them out. Oh, absolutely. Which we all do at parties. If you listen, and- to us, listen to us today at the end of that Mike Lombardi interview. There was fucking dead air at the end of one of his questions. Jerry and I were both like, 
he was just talking about something in the game, and then we were both. And there was like four seconds. We we're like, oh, "Okay, Mike, we'll talk to you later." <laughs> but I did that early on. John asked a question. We had a basketball guest about Rondo, and this is I was like two weeks in. I was up next. I asked the same exact question, and they were both looked at me like, you "Fucking idiot! What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't know. Yeah. No idea." You know, my first day on the job, full time, it was Belichick. You know, and oh really? You can imagine yeah, what yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. meeting him, and you know, being told, "Okay, you can't." Try to sound like you're too smart because right. he'll just reject that. You can't ask anything that's too dumb. He'll just talk down to you. Okay, great. Well, let me just try to you know shoot my arrow into that narrow bullseye <laughs> from a thousand yards away. Um, Do you think you ever cracked him? Do you think you ever figured it out? Y- yeah, I-, I think I've got. Y- you know how when you get that, and for me, it's a sport. Like who can get the most? Well, that's a good question right. from anybody. But when Belichick does, it feels like you just you know hit the jackpot. When you're not going to get to do this anymore. Point. That's the biggest problem. That, that, was, that, that, was, that was the one? That's going to be hard. And, and I'll tell you, he's, he's knocked me for a loop a couple of times, like the other day when he just came in. Jerry, you're moving up in the world. And oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. played the tape over and over again. I right. sound like a stammering <laughs> right, idiot right, right. because I, I totally wasn't expecting it. The first time I was ever on, he comes on and goes, Dale, good to see you. Michael, good to see you. And Jerry, it's an honor to finally meet you. And I like day, day one on the job, and I was like a four-year-old kid meeting the mall Santa. Like I, I think I, I think I wet my pants. Well, the one thing about you is you've never pretended not to be a fanboy or whatever you want to call it. You've never backed off that. And, you know, we obviously we mock it all the time in the morning, and you get that. We, we, you know, that's obviously part of what we do and part of what you do. But you don't, you don't. I'll say that about you. Other people I work with care about that stuff, care about made, made, being made fun of. I'm sure it's from stand-up comedy, but it doesn't seem to me like you've ever given a shit. Yeah, as, or am I wrong? As, uh, you you are right. And as far as the the fanboy thing, um, credit EEI for never telling me. You know, you you can't be that you can't well, be yourself hired to you be, have right? to be a journalist or whatever right, right. but at the same time i went in knowing it, it's a balancing act there's only so much of that you can do sure without bringing something that's some some insights some analysis to be able to back up your points without sounding like a, like a complete buffoon like i'm not painting my face and holding a foam finger so i, I but at the same time i wasn't gonna look when i was filling in with you guys mm-hmm. and Brady was on the phone. Right. The only time I've ever spoken to him. Happy birthday, Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Because I sat there and I said, I can't just sit there and ask him about the wide receivers and be dishonest to myself and to people who have been reading me for years. So I think I said something like, I just want to let you know I'm a a fan of your quarterbacking. And uh, I just want to put that out there. And if you were to say happy birthday, I wouldn't have rejected (laughs) it. And I know that it was self-indulgent and kind of stupid, but that's what it called for, if I'm being honest. So yeah. you know, as, as far as the criticism, look, I, I would – I'm a human being too. Just because I rock doesn't mean I'm made of stone. <laughs> oh, Kurt. Kurt. Um, it's a cable guy reference. Uh, no, 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 it's not. It's uh, me, myself, and I. Yes, wrong. very yes. good. Wrong okay. Jim Carrey I, I, line. I, I, right, yes. Criminally underappreciated yes. movie. It's my favorite Farrelly Brothers movie. It's your favorite? Me, myself, and Irene, I think, is the best Farrelly Brothers movie. The funniest, it's, the one I laugh it, the most it's at. It's up there, and I, yes. I'm not, I'm not going to fight you on that because yeah. it is – People don't appreciate it the way they they should. That, that right, said, right. Um, look, I would much rather have had four hours every morning of people like throwing me bouquets and no, saying that's that, no I'm a, fun. that I'm a genius. But you know, because right, it's it's not fun to get in the car, go into the gym, and have people say <laughs> say that they say that you suck. Why don't you ever the, go back though? Why don't you ever? Because we know we wanted that. Why don't you ever say Minahan sucks, Callahan sucks, Dennis, they hate each other, this or that. You're a funny uh, look, guy. You're a comedian. But you part know. of it is because, is like you said, I, I can take it. The other thing is you guys are fucking crazy people. 
What do you mean? Well, okay. It's, <laughs> it would be like to engage it would have been like the same reason tonight when I'm driving home and there's a guy who's trying to have road rage with me. You just stay like, away. Right. I'm not going to, like, I'm just going to drive home. I'm not going to pull over the side what of the road and, and, mean... and roll up the sleeves. Well, and, so mean... I will settle your hash. How, how do you mean crazy? It, it, you it, and I have always gotten along. I always felt like if I did 20 seconds going back at you, Chris Curtis would cut that into two hours That's of just true. everything that I ever said, taken out of context, making me sound stupid, and and now it's a thing. And then also, at at some point, if we're spending that much time on it, it's a disservice to that that wage slave that just ah, got his car. Them. Screw them. Went, who wants to hear us talk about? See, that's, it's, but, just, it's just the different sensibilities of the show. But so you would, it, it was not by accident that I didn't get into it. Just but because, you would agree, though, people like you know you know numbers, so do I. You know clicks. People do like to read about media beefs and listen to media beefs. You know that. Yeah, that's, that's it, indisputable. It, I think you you uh, whether you lose more audience than you gain, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't I mean, we're doing pretty well. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, that. I'm not, yeah, I mean, I have and, no, and right, I have also, no tangible proof. Of that. And I also don't do fights all that well. It's it's kind yeah, you're of not, not a confrontational guy. It, yeah, it's not kind of how I'm wired. Right. And I, I it strikes me that that's not how you would be with your with your family friends. What do you mean? But like you're a guy that that, that likes the beefs. Oh, with sure, people. sure. But I, but I don't like you know. Uh, if you and I got into a big fight and I saw you somewhere else, like we saw each other at family this summer, I wouldn't care. Like would la- I'd laugh about it and say that was funny, not move on. Like I wouldn't say I'm going to ruin Jerry Thornton's life. You wouldn't right. believe the amount of tweets I got the day you announced you were leaving, saying you know Minahan's got another notch on his gun. He got rid of Jerry Thornton. I'm looking at it thinking, is this like, what, what, do people actually think like I spent time like in program director's offices saying, you know, I don't like Jerry Thornton. He's an asshole. Let's get rid of him. Let's move on. And they say, oh, Kirk, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Let's call up Jerry and say he's not going to work anymore. Oh, I have no doubt that there are the loyal Kirk followers. Do you have a name for them? The like, Minifans. Like Minifans? Minifans, okay, what great. they're called. You, yeah. you guys came up with Thornton Nation. I'll, I'll that's take a good that. stock. I'll embrace that's Jerry's. it. That's Jerry's. Absolutely. That's a good name. Uh, um, yeah, the 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 Minna fans they're they're out there who really think that all along it's been real, right? And that and that you despise me. And you know how I can tell too is if I ever go outside the line a little bit, if I do something goofy, or tweet something yeah, stupid, yeah. Or, or whatever, that they will like retweet that with your name, your oh, handle lot, in there. I get those all the as time. if like right, to go right. here you go, Kirk. You know who hates go, that. Go at you know who hates that is Dale because Dale will get that sometimes and he'll be like. He'll do a quote to you. He'll be like, all capital letters. Look at me, Kirk. Look at me, Kirk. Look at me. He'll just he'll taunt them, which is kind of funny. Dale makes me laugh. You know Dale. Yeah. Like Dale Dale is a friend of mine. I love the guy. But you know Dale is about this, given these guys sort of a persona. Dale's can be a, Dale can be a cynical motherfucker, too. And I mean that as a compliment. Dale could be a cynical guy. Towards what? Just in general. Like, he can be like, uh, you can talk to Dale and bullshit about the media, and he'll shit on people, and he's funny at it, and he's actually good at it, too. Oh, yeah. A- Angry Dale. Angry is, Dale is, 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 a real, is a real person. Yeah, on and off the air. Where Correct. I object to is people portray it as he's a different person when the mics go off. I have heard that that's, repeatedly. That's different. That's the, yeah, I know what you're I mean, saying. That's not cause, right. Because well, he's the, not. Well, like, the percept, right, the, 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 the uh, insinuation that he's an asshole, which is not true. It's That's different. Guys talk differently off the air than they talk on the air. I, mean, I try to make it as close as you can, but you can't. Ask poor Billy Bush. You that's know, a good I, point. Does he get to come back now? Can he come in from out of the cold? Be because Secretary of the Pussy, maybe? Uh, they, is, press, is that, press secretary. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that a title? I don't, the, man, I, the man was railroaded for having a distasteful conversation in private 
with another guy. But he looked, guy, like, he looked like such a loser, though. Oh, he was always oh, kissing. That's what he is, Hello. though. He's an right, entertainment reporter. Right, His job right. is to ask Harrison Ford, so how much of you is in that character? <laughs> right. And so, surprise, he's kissing Donald Trump's ass because he's a billionaire guest on his show. Yet, that's how Billy Bush talks. No, it, Dale has been this is the same guy when when the lights go out. And I don't know who started that, that stuff. Probably, 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 probably me. me. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's me. Um, but but you you like Dale and the perception from your well, listeners from the no. From the well, that's that's their fault. I've made it very clear how much I like Dale. I get frustrated with Dale sometimes because I think Dale lets Twitter and the textures uh, control sort of his thoughts and takes. That's my take. I think Twitter and the text line are bad for talk shows during talk shows. They're fine to look at from a news perspective, but you shouldn't look at the mentions. I never look at the text. I turn it off because it's just a waste of time. I was going to ask you if you're a guy who turns it off. Never. Not because I'm sensitive to it, because it's just a waste of time. If you say something like, um, where the texts are good, is yesterday we had something. We were like, oh, we we're talking about Wisconsin. Uh, because basically they gave Trump the presidency, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Bruce's uh, New Jersey. Um, you know, whoever. Van Halen's California. I'm like, you never associate anybody with Wisconsin musically, right? Yeah. You would think Milwaukee is some real... Detroit has got all these great rockers. So I said, how about Milwaukee or Wisconsin? And that's where the textures are great. You just wait for it. And boom, there it was. Boom, boom, boom. Steve Miller or whatever, you know. And then you're done. That's where I think they're useful. For me, it's like, fuck you, talk sports. Minahan, you suck. Like, I, I get that. Like, it's just... Right, but why, right. I mean, what's the point? Like, you know, unless they're funny, what's the point? Same with Twitter, like... It's fine, but you know, after a while, it's, it gets sort of repetitive. Yeah, it can be an asset, and I, I've learned to, you know, steal myself to the inevitable. Thought you suck, you've ruined my favorite show. Right, I, guess, and, I and still get that. That's what Barstool was a, a no, the great way to Barstool, Oh my right. God, they're brutal, the worst brutal. bottom feeders in the world. All brutal. those ones and zeros on there, and I've said this to you. Before. Some are funny though. If I could go. Three consecutive comments without someone telling me that I molest the kids that I coach. I'm like, I'm having a good day. <laughs> That's not bad. And and talking to Carabas the other day, it's just as it always has been. Like sure. it hasn't. Uh, these guys would open a vein to help Barstool in any way, and yet they're going to shit on everybody who goes and posts anything. <laughs> and so that's. That's how it is. That's our, our text line is so mild com- compared, oh, compared to that. Let's get to the important stuff. Shoot. The stuff that really matters. Will you be grading these sex uh, scandals with the teachers again? I have never had a conversation with a stoolie <laughs> in the last two years that, 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 that did not That's come the one up. I wonder about yeah, the most. Yeah. Is the answer yes? Yes. Good. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I first spoke to, to Portnoy, it was, you know, so what do you see in coming back to, to do? Like, you know, write your Patriots blogs, knee-jerk reaction. It was the third thing he mentioned, the teacher thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, What do you say to those who say, well, let's turn it on our head? Uh, if you graded, you know, the males for it or whatever, they're rapists and the women aren't. How do you respond to that question? Because I'm I sure am, you get it all the time. Yes, that I am a huge believer in the double standard. <laughs> it's, I can't argue cur- it's in the Constitution for a reason. That The founding fathers knew you had to... It the is sex, in there, right? The sex grant? The no, sex the, uh, the, the double standard. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's a the, bill of rights. It's in there someplace. Fifth or sixth or something, yes. But, um, yeah, it, that's even the weirdest thing. Because at one time there was like a couple of those stories in a... Of a couple of weeks, I who said, rocketed? Who rocketed? Who was the first? Was it Mary Kay Letourneau? Was she the one who rocketed sex scandals? I, I suppose if you go back, it Pamela was, Smart. Uh, Pamela Smart was probably the first one. But Hers then was kind of Mary Kay Letourneau right. and um, oh Deb Lafave. Oh, she was the, the hot one, the Florida one. Yeah, she yeah. still might be the she most. She might be the attractive. career leader. 
Um, and so I said, geez, maybe I can group these together but put a sports hook on it. How about if I, I take like nine of them and do like a batting order? Like, okay, this one's real tenacious. She, you know, She's a good leadoff hitter, <laughs> oh, you know, power hitters or whatever. So I thought it was like a one and done. It got red like and crazy. And people started sending them to me. And it got to the point where I had to find a common theme. So I started grading them. And I had no idea how huge it would be. Did Barstool do it in your absence? No, they have done sweet. one. They sort of kept it away. And I'll That's still get from right people there. sending them to me saying, hey, can you uh, can you do anything with this? So I, I finally, and you guys mentioned this on the air the other day, once I got established and I felt, okay, the blog is up and running. I was part, it has I, a following. I was part of this sort of, when it happened, I was part of the group that was talking about it when it happened. So you did one for the website, yeah. Yes, and I, I let Rob know ahead of time. Right. And I said, look. This is out there. I'm not going to die on the hill of this thing. If you want to post it, it's there. Fine. Well, so it goes up. And uh, a media member contacted him. Sure. Saying Chad that, Finn, I'm guessing. Yeah, it was Chad yes. Finn, right? Yes. Saying that his editors wanted him to uh, ask about it. And Rob said, oh, well, that's coming down. And, and Finn supposedly said, and I wasn't privy to the conversation, but I believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what? Uh, good. I like Jerry. So I, I'm, I'm glad it's down. Apparently, some p- people do consider it kind of kind of rapey. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 what shouldn't be lost in it is that I'm ridiculing these people. Sure. You know, these are grown-ups right. who are throwing away their career, their college education, to seduce a male student. These are women that are so blinded by whatever that they're throwing their lives away, and I'm mocking them. I'm not <clears throat> encouraging them. And okay. so for all my kids' teachers out there. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you. I mean, I'm, I'm going to ask you, and you can speak on it yourself. I wrote for the website for six or seven years. I was a columnist for the last four years. Literally wrote whatever I wanted, things that would get, you know, Rob Bradford, who was my boss, he would not be happy. You know, we have to walk in the clubhouse, have to deal with Red Sox players, with media members. He literally never said to me once, don't do this ever, not one time. Not ever. Not ever. I mean, you no. can't ask for a better boss than that. Exactly. Only edited me for grammar. It'll oh, like follow AP the AP style. style. Right. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. can't write fourth the right. number right. of zero to nine. F O U R T H. And and that's amazing, especially because I mean it's a it's a weird fit. I mean, you look at all these you know beat reporters and guys who are down at the stadium and they're transcribing um, you know press conferences, and then I come in there and I'm doing goofy you know Rob Gronkowski sex life stuff and and you know posting pictures of Casey McDonald when she get hired by right, Nesson, right. and they're saying good that that's what we want. That gets read. Rob has sent me stuff saying hey just so you know you know Jenny Dell just posted something and right. and, and I, I I love him for that because it's it's not what most eei.com list uh, viewers are coming in to read in a weird way it's got to be the closest you're ever going to get to have a portnoy type for a boss in the mainstream media if that makes sense in terms of right. just saying you know write what you want i mean i know portnoy is a little more extreme but that's about as good as you're going to get I mean, if you went to comcast and wrote there if you went somewhere else that that was never going to happen yeah and you it's, know? A, it's such a spectrum you know and you know if, if it was if i was talking about talk radio i'd say on one end you got the uh Ted Sarandis, like super serious. Everything yes. is about the backcourt and the right. you know and the the Mountain West Conference. Right. And the other end is maybe the Mike Adams, where it's all just off the wall. Goofy and shit, any right. con- and uh, you know, somewhere in that spectrum, like I'm allowed to be more to the Mike Adams end. But when I come to Barstool, I'm actually more of the legit, if that's the right word, like yeah. the guy who's actually doing more sports <laughs> stuff and analysis because they've got the other stuff covered. You know, if 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 Gronk, you know, drops right. trow in a, in Done, a bar right. or something, yeah. there's a barstool guy who'll be on that. And, um, yeah, and by the way, if he if 
Rob Gronkowski ever does drop trow, I'd, I'd like a piece of that, uh, oh, that, that that blog. Thank you very much. Just the blog. Who do you hate in the sports media right now? I mean, I know the answer to that question, but I'll let you ask before I give specific examples and you say yes or no. Um, you know what? It It's really still just shank. That's uh, it? Yeah, because here's the thing. As as a fan— I took a of shot Ola- at you the other day. Another oh, one. yeah, Jerry from that. Weymouth, you know, <laughs> right. because, because he can't take it because he's too thin-skinned. The fact that I wasn't here a week— and he's coming on your airways to defend himself after like throwing shade at me and Dale. What was this? I, mean, was, I remember right, this. It but... was. Two, it was. Uh, so it would have been December two yeah, years ago. Was it was right it? after I started. Like he he wrote something about fanboys on the radio, fanboy comedians. In right, quote. right, and, right. And uh, I forget how he referred to his, his uh, veiled reference to Dale. It was something it was, about how uh, he was in the pocket of somebody. Yeah, like the you know, announcers. Or was weird. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so. We went at him pretty good, I think. Yeah, and I, I wrote a blog responding, and he yeah. comes on the air, and and Phil Graham comes up. I'm sorry, Phil Zachary comes up to me and says, "You're here a couple of days. Is this is this what you do? Is this what you bring <laughs> to the table?" Like, he's been banned from our airways, and he came on to talk about it. I'm like, I, I'm just a guy trying to get along. I, I always t- tooled on board just for being a Patriots hater mm-hmm. and a guy who uh, you know has nothing but contempt for the for fans or whatever. Right. But he can take it. He, you can, know what he I mean? doesn't care. I'll say that about yeah, Ron. I've done, right. I did Comcast with him the day the Wells report came out. Right. And just accused Brady of being a cheater and me of being a fanboy. Five minutes later, we're in the green room talking about golf. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. No. And, he, and you know, I saw him down in uh, Phoenix for, the, uh, for Super the Super Bowl on the street. He's going, come on, what do you think he was doing there for 90 seconds in the bathroom? <laughs> and, yeah, that, see, that guy, that's the guy everyone said I plagiarized with friendly and never even happened. I go, okay, I like him for his cantankerous old uh, guy thing. This is going to surprise you. I don't hate Tangway. I know you love him as oh, a Oh, he's my a friend, you know, I mean. But like, why, would t- why would you hate him, though? Well, I mean, I, I would have just cause uh, because I mean, I guess. he came on and said, like, he shouldn't be here, he oh, shouldn't be on the radio, right, that's right, that that's kind of right, stuff. That's but, right. I but, I, but I honestly Jesus. don't. It was, it was a fun exchange. And then of, of all the damn things, for him to get a copy of the book and, like, be plugging it on the air and then completely changed his, his right. whole persona about me. And I, I get he's being – a rodeo clown. You're like, hey, you abused me. Let's let's have come some out and fun. dance for us. But yeah, yeah I, I haven't made enemies. I really haven't. Wish I could say the same. The uh, <laughs> the book which Jerry and I never got a copy of. By the way, we've plugged uh, for you. Might as well do it right now. Uh, what title is? Uh, From Darkness to Dynasty. Dark- where well, I see this, Jerry, at every bookstore. I told you just the other day when I saw you. I, there's not a bookstore I don't go to where I don't see copies of, and it's do. I see it in that uh, local bestsellers list every week for the last month or so. Right? Yeah. yeah Fantastic. And, and it's how long it take you to write it. Uh, off and on, probably four years, because I'd put it aside for months, and right. it would be that that project that's not done. I, it all started. I got when I was at the stool. I got contacted by an agency in Manhattan mm-hmm. who uh, represent Stephanie Myers. The, oh, the, the uh, Twilight books. Twilight right. books, yeah, exactly. Right. And would you be interested in writing a book? And I was sure, in theory, and we spent months coming up with something. And you know, th- this story, all these bizarre, dysfunctional. <laughs> On the field, off the field, the incompetence of the Patriots was the stuff I grew up on. Yeah, me My too. older sure. brothers sure. told me these stories. I read about them and thought this story's never been told. So I always wanted to read this book. No one else was doing it. So the universe was taking its sweet time. So I, I jumped on it. And um, once it got largely done, um, it's been something I've been – it sold in like a day. You right. Know? And I was, I'm proud of that. And, look, I don't know if it's – Going to be, you know, a huge success. I know that the warehouse is running out yeah. of them. People well, it's clearly a regional, feedback. regionally focused book, right? 
yeah, I mean, by I and would, large. I would by think and large. so. I, I like to think it would have appeal for, even if you didn't grow up in that, sure, in that area, sure. because it's such a bizarre story. And, right. and you know, the way the NFL is now, and it's so controlled and, and computerized and, you know, everything is first class, to read about those days, and I'm talking right up until 2001. Wild. Just how fly-by-night they were and the drunks right. in, the, in the stands and, you know, and them, uh, you know, having games at, you know, Fenway Park and the stands burning down and them sending a drunk guy out onto the field and that kind of stuff. I, I would like to think if, let's say, I'm, you know, I like football, but I'm living in L.A., I'd like to think, all right, that's this, true. This, is, that's true. this is a, a, yeah. a, a unique story for a team that's center of the sports universe no now question. for 15 years. Are you yeah. humping this book like crazy? Books, you're I've going been, to all the I've, stores and everything, or no? Pouring out like a madman? Yeah, and it's, and it's fun. There's no requirement to do... Um, these appearances, but right. I'm I'm liking that thing, and and the the whole interaction with people, and they want to tell you their stories, and you know when when there's a line of people standing there for, and this once happened, 45 frigging minutes, like like I'm Space really? Mountain. Where was there this? People, uh, this was in Hanover. Okay, at a at a, at a bar, I had done this through yeah. this party, and then it, the library in Weymouth that I never went to when I was a student. I just wasn't a good student. <laughs> I could tell. And people are coming, right. coming and they're standing around the corner. That's a great thing. The downside of it is to a person they say, love listening to you on the radio every day. You guys are great. I listen all the time on my ride home. You really make it. And I'm like, and I'm sitting here going, I, I'm halfway to this decision. To like, <laughs> yeah, to how like, long did you know for? Like, I'm sorry? How long did you know for that you were leaving before you told everyone? Before I made it. And why did you say that? Why did you say it on the air the, instead of JerryThornton.net? The offer was there for a while, and it was, it was just Portnoy. a matter of taking the taking the the, the right. step. Well, you and, went to, but you went to him first, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and then, exactly. he, then he's like, "Yeah, no problem. Whatever you want." Yeah, I'm a. Th- there's an, a rule of life that I don't follow, but you should never stop looking for a job. <laughs> right. You know, right. and I was ready to make it. Here. Listen, my biggest concern was that I might not be extended a another contract like maybe they wouldn't like me or I'd, I'd have to make a case and go here's the ratings and here's sure. the hits and then there was a guy on the morning show oh wait it was it was it was you kirk what's say, that saying yeah my biggest fear is thornton's gonna get us <laughs> <laughs> get, get a new contract good line. <laughs> it was good i laughed <laughs> um but so when i got the offer and it was look i'd heard the process is horrible what's that, that? The, the of negotiating your contract oh. that they just say well i've gone through about three or four of them the last right. three years yeah people had told me you know get well, an agent you don't want to go through it yeah. it's so demoralizing right i heard nothing but good things it was just hey you're, you're a great fit here we like the way it's it's going be more of you you know the, the website's great so it's a problem you know they offered a raise wasn't you know, oh you weren't happy with the race yeah, it was just like oh. all right and i could come back with one but you know, I, I have an option, and I left sure. Barstool, and they're good graces. But you never I, played the leverage card on, on EI? No, I, I, I didn't go back you didn't, okay. that, that right. way. And it's, you know, I, I have a brother-in-law who I talk to about this. He's a labor negotiator, like a vice right. president from yeah. major companies, and he, he calls it tin cup in it. Right. Where you just go, hey, uh, you know, you rattle your cup. Can you give more? And, and plus, and I said, let's say they come up. Let's say it's exactly the same compensation. I'd still take the barstool thing. Yeah, I love podcasts. Right, as you know. I mean, you yeah. you love this format. Sure, right? absolutely. I, I love listen it. to them. I consume them. Me too. That audience reach is, is something that. Yeah, but you were doing one here. What's that? But you were doing one here. Yeah, I've been doing one, and it's something I I do for me. I don't right. you know if it has 
much reach. It was it was among their more popular until well, until right. this behemoth N- came naturally, along and decided naturally. to plug it. Sure, of course. <laughs> they started paying attention oh, I, to I, it. I, I bowed down. In fact, now I, I physically have to kneel when you come down the hallway <laughs> well, because- That's part the, of the last contract requirement. You, you, See, that's what you do. podcast king that Does this, you, does that this you change are. your- uh, Did being on EEI help you uh, financially from a stand-up perspective? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, immensely. Yeah. Like, there's so many people that don't, it's almost like two separate worlds. There's some overlap there. Correct. There's a, a Venn diagram where the, the two circles intersect. Yeah. But the Barstool audience, it's a certain type of demo. No question. And the EEI one is, it's bigger, it's it's more my peers and yours. Correct. You know, people in our, our, our age, age bracket. Yep. But I mean, I can't go to a a, a bar or do a, we if we do a bar of parents, I'm going to get cornered by four bros who are just right. like, dude, right. you got to come back to Barstool. Yeah, where'd you go? Yeah, I, go, right, yeah, right. I, didn't, I didn't die. Right. I just went to a URL you can log on to without right. getting fired from your job. I got cornered at a at a party a couple of weeks ago, and this is before I'd even circle back with Dave. And these guys just kept on like getting me and going, come on, you got to come back. Portnoy has said he's never going to replace you until he can find someone who's good as you. He wants you back. I'm like, and then it started to become real. When I got to the end of my, my rookie deal here. Sure. And when you ask somebody for a price point and they just say, okay, it's a little hard to say, all right, now let me go back to my other, you know, my employer. Um, you just you should just ask for yes. more the first time, Jerry, with Portnoy. Maybe you undersold yourself. Who it, knows? It, oh, believe me, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's in there. What's the old uh, Danny DeVito and taxi thing? Somewhere there's a figure. <laughs> right. This is too high. His hands <laughs> right. up here. This right. is too low. Right. Um, but. Uh, the other thing is, all else being equal, to be able to, say, have a podcast among the ones that you go on iTunes. Oh, forget and it. Barstool is a, one, number three, a machine. Number two. A machine. Right. Oh, you know, you're going to roll. Barstool and football combination, you're not going to – that's a can't miss. Now, well, the pressure's on. You know, I, that's can't, true. I can't go and just do, do crap. At the right. same time, I listen to a lot of podcasts, not just Barstool, but I, I – Sorry, Mutt, but most nights I'm driving home. I'm done with talking to, about EEI business, and mm-hmm. I'm listening to Corolla or Nerdist or Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, or Marin or whoever, yeah. Marin, yeah. I listen and, to those um, guys. I like that whole feel, and I, I, I you know. That's well, kind of what I've modeled this on in a lot of ways is like Gilbert and Marin and Nerdist, which is just conversation. There's not a lot of, you know. An interview. I'm not a big fan of the Marin podcast and when they do. Like, I'm not a big fan of the monologues for the first 20, 15, 20 minutes of a podcast. Saying, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. I, I, like, yeah, to, I, I like to, to get one, to it. He did like 20 minutes about him working on five new minutes of stand-up. Yeah, and I'm wasn't just prepared like, and no, it didn't just, go well. Right. But, I, but I get he's bearing his soul there. That's but, true. That's true. I, I'll tell you a great one. And I, I just, there was an actress I wanted to hear from on with Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. So I here's put on the thing, his, Here's the thing with Alec Baldwin. It's amazing. It's a like, great podcast. His voice is unbelievable. It's like it's like your mother's love. Well, you know what's bad is for me is uh, I do Blue Apron reads on the show. I have yeah, a, yeah. but he, and I think of his voice because he does them all the time. You know, <laughs> you get some fresh food at Blue Aprons. Wonderful, you know, nuts. And, and I'm reading it. I'm like, but my <laughs> shitty voice. I'm like, this sucks. But he's yeah. he's excellent. He's an excellent. You know, what he's good at is I've listened to him. Like uh, he did a podcast with Mickey Rourke. Which was really good. Okay, but when he does a podcast with a guy, you never he never says you know like listen basically like hey I'm a fucking movie star too. He actually has a conversation with the guy. It was funny during it. Mickey Rourke's like yeah he's like I was in that movie nine and a half weeks with that uh, bro what's her name the blonde with the big tits, <laughs> and you're like oh shit that's right and Baldwin's like oh ha, ha, yes yes I know her very well. But he does a good job. <laughs> that was his wife. Who was the uh, ex wife? Right? Who was the, what was the actress listening to at Baldwin? Uh, it was actually Ellie Kemper. 
Kempler. Oh, uh, from uh, The from, Office. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Unbreakable yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, yeah. So that got me into listening to him. And He does a his, great job. Uh, Kirk Minahan. First joined WEEL right. as a as a flash guy. For Kirk Minahan, there's right. always controversy surrounding yeah, him. Yeah, you, you know, go, that's right. that's the voice of God. Right. And I and I like his thing, even though it's like even less conversational than some of the other ones I like. Yes. But I love the podcasts are rough and people interrupt each other. And I, sure, you know, I I could Carabas say does a good job. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah he does. I enjoyed being on with them, and that's another. Thing. I did too. Like, yeah, I, I, Portnoy has me on his, and it's just so like complimentary like you're still a part of this right this equation well, you always and were right in his mind that, yeah. and i didn't realize the extent to which i was as, as they go huge and they go corporate and they move to new york and i'm feeling like all right well that's a thing that's in my past but the way those guys have embraced the fact that i'm returning and now this new guard like carabas and you know pete blackburn <laughs> right those, those guys, guys yeah. it's it's uh Proof positive that I'm making the right decision. Sure. You know, the money is part of it, but it's not all of it. It's to be able to be plugged back into that. That's really, I think, my sensibility, even more than anything that I would ever be able to do at EDI. As accommodating as people have been, they still got that pirate ship mentality. When's your last day here? Uh, It's going to be Friday the 18th. So a week from today when we're taping this. And you're yeah. done? You think you'll be back on in some form or fashion? Fill in work? Another, stuff, another surprise stuff? that I've been, uh, that, that they hit me with was, you know, coming to me and saying, you know, you're welcome here anytime. So if you want to come as a, as a fill-in host, and I say, sure, subject to the requirements of the service, master and commander line. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, Barstool's fine with it. Of course I am. They're going to be keeping the lights on at home. But, you know, they say you want to use our studios to podcast from. Like, are you kidding me? Sure. My plan is to You're not take moving the to New York, obviously, New right? York. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, so that's great. To be able to pull this off and not burn bridges and to have my coworkers say, happy for you. You're doing the right thing. Guys who have been moved around in this business, have been fired in some cases, have been forced to work with Mike Salk. I mean, all sorts of horrors that they've had to endure to have them say, look, we we get it instead of, you know... you know, come on, you know, two years, we have something going here, our ratings are good, whatever. Right. And obviously they'll be they'll be fine without me, but I, I appreciate that uh, it's not goodbye. I'm not I'm not you know, never never let your shadow darken our door again, sir. And, <laughs> and I'm I'm glad to have you uh, have me on. And this I know. Well, I'm welcome. I, anytime you want me on that that wacky barstool football, I'll, I'll tell dick jokes. I'll do the whole barstool <laughs> thing. I'll rate sex teachers. I'll do whatever you want. I'll dance for you. <laughs> yeah. So I go to jerrythornton.net, right? I can go yes, there and get exactly. the book there. I can go to Amazon.com and get the book as well, right? One yeah. more title. The more time the title is uh, from darkness to dynasty. From the darkness first forty to years of the New England Patriots and. Uh, Bookstores everywhere, as as you said. So and we'll be seeing the part. We'll be seeing the podcast in about a month or so. No less. See how long it takes. Because my, when I start there, that's like Thanksgiving week. I mean, uh, I so want to get right. into it soon right. because you know football season is draining through the hourglass that's right true. now. Before, so I hope this was good for all the Minna fans who think that we despise each other and think this was going to be. You know, the pod dome. Two well. men enter. Only one man will leave. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Well, uh, we'll I, I have a feeling we might see you at one point on the Dino casting couch. I'm not giving up that thing yet with me and Callahan. You'll do a show with us at some point. Is, is this the permanent uh, way of doing things? I think so. You think so or no? I like the idea of bringing the floating third person every day. If you don't have someone solid, someone that you want to be with 20 hours. Well, that's a, that's a, a the week. thing. That's the thing. So you agree that if they say, because they've pushed us on a couple of people, and we're sort of, eh. If you go into work with somebody that you're, eh, it's going to get ugly at some point. Jerry and I are just going to turn on them, and it'll suck. What's the right. point of that, you know? We like the people we have. We bring them. They leave. What's great is they come in at like 530, and then they leave at 1002. 
You don't deal with the post-show stuff. They just leave, and then you focus on your show. You're kind of in control, which I like. I'm not saying we're not going to do it at some point, but right now, like you said, if you don't want to do it, why do it? Yep. The numbers are great, so what's what's the point? I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. All you right. guys want to do it? I've, I've enjoyed doing shows with you guys. All right, Jerry. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for listening to the Enough About Me podcast. Actually, you know what? I'm really not thankful at all. You should be thanking me. You get this shit every week, these great podcasts, totally free. Do me a favor. Would you go to iTunes, download it, go to Stitcher, do the same, and leave a rating, leave a review. That's where you can help me out. This podcast is going to be number one again. I guarantee it. And you're going to help me along with the process. So for that, I guess at the end, maybe I will thank you. There's a lot of thank yous going back and forth. Here's the point. Fuck you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.